Welcome to the sound of supreme bliss. This is one podcast you can miss. Connecting real issues to the Buddhist teachings to get the true meaning. Come join the sound of supreme bliss. Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. My name is Colony, and I have my friend Chabini. Welcome to our third episode of Santa Supreme Bliss, everyone. Colony, can you believe that we are on our third episode? Time flies when you're having fun. I know. It feels like we just started. We had so much fun during this time, and I also learned so much. I never thought I would be hosting a podcast, that's for sure. And that makes two of us. <laughs> what an incredible opportunity that we have. So, Chavini, do you want to introduce the topic to our listeners today? Of course. So, our topic today is related to both the young and the old, and it is social media, and we all have it. Um, Have at least one account associated with social media, and it's something that actually follows us everywhere, regardless of where we go. (laughs) Colony, don't you think it's kind of like the you can run mm-hmm. but you can't hide scenario yep yep <laughs> everywhere <laughs> yes pretty much and nearly everything we know is connected to social media definitely our lives are controlled by social media especially with covid in the way the way of sanity is through social media as sad as it sounds it's actually true when i get my screen time notification every week i dread looking at it because it has skyrocketed and for those of you that don't know or don't have an iphone screen time is a little dreadful notification that you always get on a Sunday and it tells you how much time you've been spending on your phone and all the apps that you've been spending all your time on and mine is 100% always Instagram or YouTube like it's always social media (laughs) oh that's expected though like social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok are made to be addictive and they literally have experts on their team that utilize psychological strategies to make it harder for us to leave the app. And these so-called experts are also the same people who are responsible behind making gambling addictive. And it's the same principles with the usage of bright colors. And when you scroll down to refresh your feed, it mimics a slot machine. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. I, I have noticed that. There's also that um, continuous scroll. So you don't realize how much time you're wasting on there because there is no end to the content. You could be scrolling for ages. And these companies use all these experts. And it, they're really working against us. Like, how are we supposed to break away from it? It almost seems impossible. Yeah, you're right. And these experts are able to keep you addicted. And as... As human beings, we are constantly looking at satisfying our senses and this is because of the desire for sensual pleasures. Um, So it is the desire to see beautiful forms like when boys see Instagram, like they look at Instagram (laughs) models or cars and uh, girls look at musicians or food. Oh, yep, yep. My feed is full of food photos. I will (laughs) will attest to that. Um, Now, there are six senses in Buddhism, and they are your eyes, ears, nose, tongue, 
body and mind. A good reference would be the Nibetika Sutta um, in Sutta Central, and we'll put it in our description as well. Um, but if you wanted to know more about these six senses, definitely check out uh, Nibetika Sutta. And they are linked to sensual pleasures and are connected to the four noble truths of Buddhism. It was these four principles that the Supreme Buddha came to understand during his meditation under the Bodhi tree. Once you understand the Four Noble Truths, it is when you will be free from all sufferings. The four unique discoveries by the Buddha is suffering, cause of suffering, end of suffering, and lastly, the way leading to the end of suffering, which is also known as the Eightfold Path, which we will cover more in depth in later episodes. There are some suttas that will help you. We'll put the links in the description for sure. So there is the Mahachattarisika Sutta, which is a good sutta to learn about the Noble Eightfold Path. Um, and also these suttas are in Sutta Central as well. There are also the suttas uh, Kanda Sutta and Nibetika Sutta, which we've mentioned before. And you can learn about the sensual pleasures more in depth um, when you go through these suttas. Um, So social media is actually very dangerous to handle. For example, if you were to take a knife um, and give it to someone who's never handled it before, they will surely get cut by it. Mm. And if they understand how to use it, then they will be cautious when using it. So suffering arises from craving, which produces re-existence. And there are three types of craving. Ooh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> so the first one is craving for sensual pleasures the second one is craving for existence and the third one is craving for non-existence so by sensual pleasures do you mean like luxuries so expensive perfumes fancy cars like how does this all relate to me spending countless hours on instagram <laughs> Well, sensual pleasure is a person's cravings and desires. These lustful thoughts aren't just limited to people, but also objects. So by objects of sensual pleasure, we mean any kinds of forms, sounds, odors, flavors, and tangibles. We must control our minds to prevent ourselves from these desires. It doesn't just relate to the expensive or finer things in life. It's everything you crave to please your senses. So you want a Big Mac? Listen to a particular song? That is still considered craving for sensual pleasures. It's these desires that we have that are also why we are addicted to social media and our phones. We are constantly attracted to what we see and what we hear. Now, this is beautifully said by Arahant Parasarya, who said, A human's sense basis can be used for his welfare or his harm. If he doesn't guard his senses, they will surely lead to harm. If he guards his sense, they will certainly lead to happiness. The Buddha taught us that we should understand the gratification of sensual pleasures, the danger of sensual pleasures, and the escape from sensual pleasures. You see it on the news all the time about how people fall for fake profiles online and without telling anyone, they go to meet them. How do you know who is on the other side and is what you see online true? There are programs like uh, Photoshop and even apps these days that can transform people's looks. A few clicks of a button and bam! 
them.、Mm. They are a whole new person. Slim body, great hair, makeup, you name it. Oh、uh, yeah, yeah. Facetune is one of those apps that a lot of people have been caught using and been in trouble for. And that's catfishing. You know, that's another thing that's quite dangerous and can be really harmful. Besides, you know, adjusting your face a little bit, you can also lead someone on, which is a whole other thing. Now, people chatting through social media and use it as a tool to get close to people, but some people use it to hurt others. They can be using a fake profile or lying. It is so risky. You believe that once you're talking to someone for so long that you may know them, but how do you really know? You just get attached to that person, but are you really safe? What happens when that person you have been chatting with is actually a bad person? You'll be falling right into their trap. And social media is very dangerous for one of, for these reasons, and you have to be very careful. I don't know if you remember, Carly. Um, there's a YouTuber called Kobe Person who posted a social media experiment of a video showing parents the dangers of social media.、Mm, yeah, yeah, I do I do remember it vaguely. Yeah, it was a couple of years back. Um, and he was actually posing as a 15 year old. Boy on Facebook,、okay. and he adds like three random young girls at the ages of twelve to fourteen.、Mm-hmm. And what he does is he chats with these girls, and with the permission of their parents and the cooperation of the parents, he convinces them, the girls, to meet with him. And he shows how easy it is to fall into these traps, and how parents should be very alert about these things. Another thing to be careful with is what you post on social media. You know, when you're looking for a job or when you come of age where you want to apply for a job, a lot of companies actually search for you on social media before they hire. So if you have posted something that you shouldn't have, it may come back to haunt you later in life. Now, once it's on the internet, no matter what people say, no matter how hard you try to hide it, it's there forever, and it's most likely very easy to spread among people. It is not only posting things, but also commenting on things. A simple comment that is posted can say a lot about you, or even worse, it can be taken out of context and affect you negatively. We see it largely with a lot of celebrities and influencers who receive so much hate for a silly tweet that they made when they were young and naive, and it comes back to haunt them now in their careers for something that they did when they were so young. Yeah. And a lot of the information published online is not filtered, and people、mm. can easily be influenced. And just recently, a few days ago, there has been a video on Facebook that was live streaming of a man who committed suicide, and the video went from Facebook to TikTok, which is another huge social media platform、mm. that we're all aware of.、Yep. TikTok is having trouble removing the video from its platform. Because the video has been shared virally, so once it was on the internet, it's gone around to people, and they didn't have control over it afterwards. The graphic content can actually seriously affect someone's、uh, mental well-being. Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier. So when you see something like that, it actually has a knock-on effect, which then can influence other people to behave in a similar manner. And that's why it's so dangerous. And we need to focus on developing a good mindset. So please, please, please be extra careful. You know, as helpful as social media can be, it can also be the thing that destroys you. To do with 
the whole discussion that we've been going through, mm-hmm. let's listen to a short segment of a sermon by one of the monks of Mahameonawa. Now the problem is how much you now today we see someone beautiful. The next day when we see someone more beautiful, we get attached to that person. Same together, same with food, same with clothes. Now see, like when it comes to fashion designing, the the dress that you wore in the last year, will you wear it this year? In this year? No. Why out of fashion? Now because of this dissatisfaction, because of this uh, being... Uh, uh unsatisfied with these sensual pleasures what happened to people they earn again and again they fight again and again they quarrel again and again and then they work hard again and again for sensual pleasures to get something for their life for a short period maybe for 70 years maybe for 10 years but then those arguments the the bad karma that people accumulate by those arguments and disputes will will last long will remain for eons it's the new age we can't remove these things from our lives uh, some people have jobs related to social media and communication is ideal through it there's so many factors that tie us down to it and instead of removing social media altogether which is pretty much impossible mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because everything is literally connected to social media the better alternative is to be mindful of how we use social media so as a lay person i have begun to use these platforms as a method of learning the buddha's teachings arahant mahakanchayana explained this in such a wise and meaningful way even though a wise person hears all with the ear sees all with the eye he doesn't want to take in nor reject which is seen or heard therefore at things that shouldn't be seen he is as though blind even though he has eyes at the things that shouldn't be heard he is as though deaf even though he has ears this relates to the question has social media taken over our lives it has but like arahant mahakachayana said Even when we are using social media, we should not be absorbed by the unnecessary things we see and hear. Let's end the discussion with a verse by Arahant Hiranyakarni. Days and nights pass by very quickly. Life will come to an end very soon. The lives of people reaching an end like the water of a small stream. The main message we want to get across is yes, we are constantly surrounded by social media, but we are also living a rare human life. It is important to be aware or mindful of all the tactics in place that enhance our craving or addiction to these platforms. In a way, it is a necessary evil of our daily routine. The next time you find yourself mindlessly scrolling through your feed full of pictures that appease your senses, either try to be aware of it or counteract it to follow more buddhism related profiles that can fill up your feed. So if you're scrolling out of habit, at least you'll be learning something rather than arousing your sense pleasures. Well, it's still a tool to help you learn buddhism too. I mean, how would you access our podcast if it wasn't for social media? <laughs> exactly. And to be honest, this podcast wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for social media, you know. 
ever since we started this podcast, Chavini and I actually have not <laughs> met in person. So this is done all through social media, all digitally. All our communication, everything has been through social media. You know, Facebook, WhatsApp, everything. <laughs> so in all seriousness, it is better if we can try to put social media aside completely to make use of your time and cherish this rare opportunity. For example, when I take SIL, I try to stay away from social media, albeit it's a bit hard at the moment because we do SIL remotely and we do need to rely on social media like Facebook to have access to it. But if you're one of the lucky areas of the world where you're able to go to the temple to take SIL, utilize this opportunity to also detox from social media and get on the right path. Yeah, so... From our discussion today, I hope that you kind of learned something and also it opened your eyes a little bit more to what the world is actually full of. Mm. Um, And I actually have some homework for our listeners. Mm, Homework. I feel like I'm back in school again. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Um, Actually, one time a monk had told us to keep a journal of all the good merits that we have done to remind us uh, to be a better person. And these merits will help you be happy and constantly remind you of the good deeds that you're doing. Hmm. So keep a book that is dedicated to the good merits that you've done. Could be as simple as helping your mum with the groceries, washing your car or your parents' car, feeding (laughs) birds, (laughs) meditating, It's just so when you're distressed or feeling angry about something, you can refer back to this book and think about all the meritorious deeds that you've done before. Mm. Yeah, be happy and strive to do more, I guess. So, of course, let us know what sort of meritorious deeds you've done and do that through the weekly post that we put up on Facebook and Instagram for Sound of Supreme Bliss. Yes. And you know what? I love the idea of writing in a book because I'm the type of person, like when I start writing something, like I love to fill it up and just keep going. So it's a great way to motivate you to keep doing more things as well. Cause like when you see like a little bit on a page, you're like, oh, I have to keep doing more to fill it up. At least that's, that's the way my mind works. Um, you're not the only one. I, I agree hundred percent. I need to write everything down mm. and I need to kind of like make it look pretty as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good place to, to start, you know? Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on to the next segment of our episode, which is the weekly merit shout out. Now, we'd like to give the first shout-out to one of our listeners that commented on our Instagram post. They listened to the Dhamma this week, and this shout-out goes out to Chatu underscore G. We are very, very happy to hear that, and we wholeheartedly rejoice in these merits. Chavani and I also wanted to give some additional shout-outs to some of the volunteers that helped make this podcast possible Firstly, it goes out to Arjuna Aya in Toronto. He is the sound engineer behind all our episodes and he truly is what makes our episode palatable to everyone's ears, makes Chavani and I sound so much nicer than we really do. And then there is Kyle Marley in the UK temple that provided a lot of the Dhamma sermons that we use today in our episode. And then another shout-out will go to Ravin in Melbourne, who did the voiceovers of the Arahant's verses today. 
Then there's Ashanaya and Dinumali also in Toronto that helped with the radio and the video and everything that goes on behind the scenes that we we're so thankful for and we wholeheartedly rejoice in all these merits and everything that you do to make this podcast possible for everyone. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. We would like to share the merits with everyone today. I want to also mention when we are sharing merits, we will be asking permission to say our teacher's name by using the word Avasarai. This is out of respect for our teacher. So let's share all the merits that we have collected today with the heavenly beings, with our teacher, Avasarai, most venerable Kiribat Nyana Nandathero, also known as Pingwat Lokuswami Master to us, with the venerable Sangha, the volunteers who work hard in sharing the Buddha's teaching and with all the participants of today's program. May you all rejoice in these merits and realize the four noble truths in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. We also warmly welcome you to join the weekly Dhamma sermons conducted by Venerable Monks from Mahameonala via Zoom. So anyone can join. It's every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The details can be found on the Mahameonava Youth Meditation Program Melbourne on Facebook and will be posted on the Sound of Supreme Bliss Facebook page. Just listen to us and engage in the teachings of the Supreme Buddha. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook search for Sound of Supreme Bliss for more information as well as Mahameonava Youth Meditation Program Melbourne on Facebook for more opportunities to listen to and engage in the Dhamma. There's also um, the Kalama Dhamma Friends Facebook page, YouTube, and also the website www.serenecolombo.org. Um, and on YouTube for the Kalama Dhamma Friends page, there's videos of discussions, sermons, and also Monks in the Morning, which is another podcast that you've got to listen to. Mm. Um so Monks in the Morning, along with Sound of Supreme Bliss, is also accessible on various platforms such as Spotify and iTunes. You can visit serenecolombo.org to find out about the other platforms as well. These are all platforms that you can use to keep up to date with programs, videos and live programs. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Sound of Supreme Bliss. Supreme bliss You can't miss The sound of supreme bliss